Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to Voices from the Battlefield, part of Waterloo Remembered. Our next eyewitness account comes from the Prince of Orange, and is read by Professor Beatrice de Graaf from the University of Utrecht. Today I'm going to read a letter that the Dutch Crown Prince William wrote to his parents on the eve of the battle. So Crown Prince William, he was something of a celebrity already in 1814, 1815. He stood out for his courage, his good nature and posture, not just in the Netherlands, but also and Britain. And in Britain he was nicknamed Slender Billy, so people knew he was. He was born in 1792 in The Hague. He was the eldest son of King William I of the Netherlands and his mother was Queen Wilhelmine of Prussia. And his maternal grandfather was King Frederick William II of Prussia. So he came from a most notable line of ancestors. When he was two, however, he and his family fled to England after French troops defeated the army of the United Provinces. He spent his youth at the military academy in Berlin and afterwards he went to Oxford to study civil law and he hated it there. He uh, made life a little bit better by having a string of relationships with both men and women, which later on led him to be blackmailed, but that's, that's only later on. In 1811, he was only 19 years old and he became aide-de-camp of uh, the first Duke of Wellington, Arthur Wellesley, and he fought with the Duke in the campaigns of the Peninsular War. He uh, was made a colonel and then in 1813 a major general. And when his father became the sovereign prince of the newly erected United Kingdom of the Netherlands, he went back to the Netherlands in 1813. And uh, he succeeded in the Netherlands, uh, Sir Thomas Graham as the highest ranking officer of the British forces stationed here. Uh, in between, it's also nice to, to, to remark, he was briefly engaged to Princess Charlotte of Wales, the only child of the Prince Regent, but that was uh, broken off again quite soon afterwards because Charlotte's mother was against the marriage and Charlotte herself didn't like uh, Slender Willie so much. So we are now in 1814, 
He was Lieutenant General in the British Army, senior officer of the Allied Army in the Low Countries when Napoleon escaped from Elba. There was some uh, uh, fuzzle about the command of the Dutch troops, but in the end, his father, King William I, agreed to relinquish, after some pushing, it needs to be said, his father relinquished command uh, to the Duke of Wellington, and then the Duke of Wellington made the Crown Prince, William, the commander of the first Allied Corps. And on the 15th of June, Prince William, he was ordered to move the Dutch troops. He, however, ignored his orders and he positioned his, his troops at Quatre Bras to stop the approaching French army. So he went against the orders of Wellington. And this is already an interesting point. Uh, with these troops, the Soviet and the Dutch troops, they stopped, they halted the French army. Uh, on the 16th of June, Napoleon defeated the Prussian troops, but he could not surround them because of these troops at Quatre Bras. Uh, however, Prince William got a little bit overconfident and he positions his troops there in lines without thinking of the oncoming French cavalry, which ran straight over his lines. And many of his men died in a necessary death. So he was quite brave uh, as a person, but on the other hand, he was quite bad uh, on a strategic level. In the end, the prince got shot right through the shoulder of Waterloo and was carried off the stage. It was done by the French, but uh, there was a rumor going on that he was shot by his own men to stop him from giving more stupid orders. Uh, so we never know, we won't ever know for sure. He was then rushed off to the headquarters in Waterloo uh, and later on to Brussels. And uh, Dutch government gazettes kept the people informed almost every hour on its progress. And right after he's been shot, he writes a letter to his father and his mother. This, uh, these letters, they are uh, printed, of course, in the Netherlands, but also in the Royal House Archives of the Netherlands. And I've seen them myself. And I'm going to read him in the English translation. He wrote the letter to his parents in French. It was a very multilingual affair. Uh, the courts at the time, because they spoke Dutch and French and English and German, uh, but the, the, the communication language was mostly French in those days. But I translated into English, it's my translation, and this is the letter that the Crown Prince wrote to his parents uh, uh, in the night, right after he was shot. I start. Victory, victory. My dear parents, we had a magnificent affair today against Napoleon, who came to attack us in our position and in front of the Bois de Sanyi. It were my troops that mainly gave and gave everything, to whom we owe the victory. Yet the whole thing was decided by the attack that the Prussians made on the right of the enemy. I was injured by a bullet that went straight through my left shoulder, but it meant nothing. For life and death, forever yours, Guillaume. Two at night, Brussels. And then a day later, the 20th of June, King William himself responds to his son and he writes, God has rejoiced us to this day with perfect success and given you the strength to announce it to us in only a few lines. 
Now you have earned the order of William, the Williams order, which you would not have wanted before, before your conduct gave you the right to do it. So these are very, very interesting lines. Uh, it seems that his father somehow uh, blames him a little bit for the very short letter that he wrote to him. Uh, and he also comes back at the refusal by the crown prince a week, a few weeks earlier, when King William uh, announced the Willems order. It's the highest and the oldest Dutch order, the badge of honor, founded at the end of April 1815. And the crown prince didn't want to have it because he wanted to earn it first. And now he had earned it with his blood. And his mother also wrote back to her son a little bit earlier than the king. And his mother was Queen Wilhelmina. She was called Mimi. And she was sister to uh, the king of Prussia, Frederick William III, and niece of Frederick the Great. So also coming from an illustrious military line. And she wrote to her son, Oh, how I wish I was with you in Brussels at the moment, my dearest William. To her regret, she could not be with him right away. But only three days later, she arrived uh, in Brussels on June 22 and gave him all the care personally, which helped him to brighten up. So the interesting thing about these letters is that they are highly personal um, and they also convey the sense of intimacy that the Queen Mother uh, had with her son. And it also shows a little bit of the prickiness that already existed between father and son. And it's said that King William was quite jealous of his son. He used the blood that his son spilled on the fields of Flanders uh, to make the stance that the Netherlands rightly belonged into the concept of Europe. Blood was spilled and had earned them their kingdom. On the other hand, he was quite irritated that he himself could not have been there. Both the king and his son, however, were a couple of days, a couple of weeks later, even more aggravated and irritated because in the account of affairs that was presented uh, throughout Europe, uh, in, in Britain most notably, but also elsewhere, it was hardly mentioned that it was the Dutch, the Belgian and the Soviet armies who held the French at bay at Quatre Bras until the British reinforcement arrived on the 16th of June. And the Duke of Wellington, uh, who had made the prince his uh, commander of the first allied troops, he did not mention the Dutch actions that proved instrumental securing the victory during these final stages of the Battle of Waterloo. And they demanded acknowledgement of the, their sacrifices, but to no avail. And then they turned to their own society and uh, all kinds of lieu de Mouave created monuments, mounds, uh, all sorts of prints and plates were distributed amongst the population. The pictures of the wounded prince and captured reading, for example, May you, for Prince William's wounds, O Netherlands, weep and pray, yet had not his blood flowed, you would wear shackles today. So, in the end, Waterloo was very much a founding event for the very newly born Kingdom of the Netherlands. Um, so, within the Dutch society, 
it was indeed sustained and supported by the Dutch population and Waterloo Day, the 18th of June, remained a national, a national day of commemoration, but also a day of festivities and liberties until the invasion of the Germans in 1914. Uh, however, on the international plane, uh, the Dutch and the Belgian engagement in Waterloo was not properly rewarded as the king and his family and also all the military and historians of the Netherlands felt. I think we discussed this already, but William Siburn published his history of the war in France and Belgium in 1844 and his dismissal of the Dutch and Belgians as deserters stuck and had quite an impact. And only recently uh, there have been more international uh, and, and critical claims of, of Waterloo of which this podcast, obviously, and Zach White's um, uh, efforts are very important. Also to broaden the scope and debunk the myths that have persisted for so long. Obviously, William was not an ordinary soldier, but he fought very brave. He fought very hard. He also fought quite stupid, brave but stupid. He was shot in the end, and uh, his letter is, I think, an, an quite authentic and... Uh, nice little memorial of the Battle of Waterloo and the importance it had for the Dutch and for the new kingdom of the Netherlands. Thank you very much. That was Professor Beatrice de Graaf from Utrecht University reading the Prince of Orange's letter to his family about the Battle of Waterloo. And Beatrice's latest works are available to order online now. Stay tuned to the Napoleonicist where more instalments of the Voices from the Battlefield series will be released throughout the day. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 